all right, tomorrow we're going balls to the wall. You know, it's some something's gonna die, either us or an elk. He nervous grunted at us. He ripped one bugle and he left. He left all the cows there. You know, he's like, oh, I'm like, that's him. I, I think you worded it as, as long as it's not a spike, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. This is one of the first mistakes I've made because I thought about it after the fact. He chuckled twice and that should have cued me in that he had cows. I'm like, oh man, it was like all of that adrenaline hitting, like all of the freaking four years worth of elk hunting hitting me <laughs> at once. This is John Stallone of Days in the Wild and you're listening to The Wild Initiative. Put down your latte and pull on your boots. Our culture needs people that are leaders and not people that are waiting for somebody else to show them how to do it. Those fields of tofu, that was formerly habitat for wildlife. You're killing off wildlife by being a vegetarian just as much as a hunter when he kills a deer. I'm like, well, you see that bush right there? (laughs) There's your bathroom. (laughs) My dad wears a Levi jacket. He sits in front of a sagebrush and he tells me the best camo is hold still. Not that Donnie Vincent this, but be relentless in everything you do. Don't crap out. Go back to the truck with excuses or whatever. Okay, assume I get a deer. How do I cut it up to fit into a Honda Civic? Just get outside. Just get outside and go. Because once you do, it's all gravy from there. Hey, this is Zach Griffith. This is Hannah Barron. This is Jason Phelps of Phelps Game Calls. Hey, guys, this is Cody Rich from the Rich Outdoors podcast. What's up, guys? This is Chad Mendez. You're listening to The Wild Initiative. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of The Wild Initiative, brought to you as part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, y'all, so getting on to today's episode, y'all, you've probably figured out by now because this podcast won't be coming out for another week, but I finally got my first elk after four years of injuries and poor decision making and hard work uh so i'm sitting down this is we're recording this literally the i mean hours a couple hours after the elk was shot what it's 232 now we probably shot it 1130 was it no i mean 
Was it earlier than I that? Can, I think it was just a little bit earlier than that. I'll tell you right now. Well, John, John's looking up, looking up the video I got it to on check video. the time. Uh, but I'm here with the one and only John Stallone of Interviews with the Hunting. Well, no, I, I'm so used to saying that. Yeah, it's okay. Days I mean, in the Wild, the, the rebrand. Uh, you, shot, you shot him at 9.15. 9.15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, John, I do also believe this is a record. Uh, I believe that you are, you are officially the most, uh, most frequent guest on the podcast as of, as of this. Yes. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> what? Do I get a, do I get a certificate or something? I'll send you a, I'll send you a gold star in the mail. Sweet. <laughs> a plaque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, drew Arizona elk tag this year, uh, against all odds. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have any points, right? I had three points. Oh, three points. Okay. And right. somebody, I was looking, I think this is like a 12, 13 point unit for out of state. Yeah. And you know, everyone was posting their, everyone's posting their like tag, their tag draws and this right. and that for Arizona. And I'm like, I already had something else I had to check on my credit card statement anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Oh, I better go look. And I look, I'm like, okay, you know, that didn't hit. And I'm like, okay, Arizona fishing game. And I'm what? No. <laughs> I just kind of keep going through. I'm like, and I look back, I'm like, no. Like, but I just, I couldn't fat, like I couldn't process it. It was like yeah. out of, out of the realm of existence. And I'm like, well, shoot. I'm like, oh, it must be a different tag or something that I, something else that I put in for. And I, I'm like, no, the price isn't right for anything yep. else. And so I think I finally ended up having to text a few people, like send them screenshots. And I'm like, does this mean what I think it means? And they're like, yeah, you, hate you <laughs> that's what it means <laughs> uh, but i think i texted you that day you did i shot you a text that day or, or i sent you a call i'm like hey buddy guess what yeah that's awesome we didn't know at the time you thought you might have drawn nine you that's right that's you right put nine is your first choice and and uh eight as mm-hmm. your second choice, mm-hmm. yep. which is weird that i ended up drawing eight i'm, I'm kind of well here's the thing the way the the draw actually i think I'm not sure in your situation this holds true, but so if you put your first tag or your first preference uh, hunt, let's say, and it requires 10 points to draw it, and you have six points, and then you put your second choice in, and it, that that only requires six points to draw, you're almost almost guaranteed, and I think you actually are guaranteed you're going to get your six, the one that's on six points. Okay. I think that's the way it works. And I don't know why. I'm, it's been explained to me a million times, but like... It's, I, hear honestly, the, I hear the odds here are really hard to calculate for Arizona I mean, one, the one good thing about Arizona is you mathematically have a chance, obviously. Yeah. It doesn't matter what. You mathematically have a chance to draw no matter what. I know guys that drew sheep tag on their first try. I mean... Oh, yeah. There's guys waiting 30 years. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I think, you know, according to go hunt or whatever you know i think my odds were less than a one percent chance of mm-hmm. drawing this tag which again you know it's like the one or three points whatever. on you so know, you're saying there is a chance <laughs> exactly. exactly exactly which is also what i always tell people i'm like don't 
don't just buy preference points if you don't um, like Unless I get you it. Don't want to go that year. Like yeah. it's the only time that I buy a preference point is when I'm like, you know what? I don't want to draw this this year because I got this, this, and this going on. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but if I put in, you know, I always have. I'm sitting there, fingers crossed, you know, waiting. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is but encouragement to everyone out there. With your, with your awesome luck in drawing a tag, you also had shitty ass luck having the worst rut that I've ever experienced. Well, who maybe did, 2002 was a little bit worse. I was going to say, weren't you talking to someone it, like a few people and they're like, yeah, Everybody this is literally the worst rut. I reached out to about six different outfitters that I know and David Rigo, who's a, the game of fish warden here in the area. He said it. They, all the guys that I talked to that are hunting neighboring units too. They're saying it. The only guy that was hearing, which is funny because 11M is not typically a very um, rut-crazed unit. Mm-hmm. That was the only unit that I heard that bulls were screaming. They, hmm. they were getting crazy. So, I mean, I, as, as far as in the, in the neighboring area. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I didn't talk to anybody in 23 or, you know, any of that yeah. ones or any of that stuff. So, but in the Flagstaff area. Everybody was saying the same thing. Seven west, seven east, uh, nine, um, ten, even. Not really seeing or hearing the same. Well, and I mean, we were pretty, we were talking about it today. We were pretty lucky, especially compared to what we were talking to other people in this unit mm-hmm. were saying. All but really one day, we were chasing bugles. Right. Um, and, you know, that Tuesday was, that was a rough Tuesday. Yeah, but um, but it was Tuesday. I mean, what will happen on Tuesday? You want we could we could start from the beginning. So Monday we, what was our first day. Was Monday? Yeah. I, I opted. I told you let's not start on opening weekend because it's always a shit show. Mm-hmm. Let's start on Monday. Um, and and had I known it was going to be the way it was, I probably would have said let's start on Wednesday or Thursday. You know, let's give it a little bit more time. You know, you have six days with me, and then. You'll still have a couple of days after mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, whatever. But anyway, so we started on Monday. Monday morning, we went on a – I picked a spot based on some of the scouting that I did mm-hmm. and uh, some intel that I had gotten about. And I had showed you those pictures that I had. That, yeah. That tank had giant bulls on it, I mean, mm-hmm. giant bulls. There was two, uh, two bulls over 360, you know. Oh, yeah. And um, so we went up in that area and there was rubs everywhere and we're just, you know, ghosting through, but we're bugling. Well, you no. were, you were ghosting through. You got the, you, you, you got the hang of it up by the, by yeah. the <laughs> so we do, we do need to address this. And this is something I want to talk through on the podcast is, is some of the, the ways you can see I can improve as a hunter. Cause I think, you know, that'll be useful stuff to share, but I think the number one Number one note of the weekend, and correct me if I'm wrong, is my clomping, tromping, bull in a china shop through the woods Yeah, when I think I'm being quiet. (laughs) I mean, there's times that, like I said, um, when you're making elk sounds and you're trying to pretend like you're an elk, it doesn't really matter if you're making noise because elk make noise when they walk but But, again it's the kind of noise you're making right on that point too yeah if you're kicking rocks elk don't usually kick rocks yeah they don't scuff their feet 
I walk with I walk with very heavy feet, and apparently I do not lift my feet no, nearly enough. About half an inch off the ground. Yeah, anything that's, and I catch, anything that's in that profile is going. It's going <laughs> flying. I, I I gave up internally, mentally, to correct you on it after like three days. I was like, you know what? It's not even worth I, I want to say day four was when I, I finally started getting it a little more naturally. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, still, I, you know. I, it's retraining yourself completely how to walk from yeah. something you, you've been you doing place, effectively. You got to place your foot. Yeah. I always, when I walk, if you think about stepping heel toe, every step, no matter what, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever direction you have to put your foot. And when you're looking ahead, not down at your feet, recognize spots that you're going to step before you get there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I, I mean, it's just, it takes time practice. That I actually started kind of picking up more today was looking ahead so I wasn't always looking right where I was about to step. Yeah. Looking ahead, but to where I could still keep my eyes scanning and, and you know, looking for movement, things like yeah. that. Because, I mean, that's where I would struggle. Like, I would look up, I'd be scanning, and I'd, I'd lose focus, lose track, and I'd start kicking shit again. I always start kicking stuff when I'm trying to go fast. Or, like, on the way back to the truck, I'm just, yeah. like, I'm clumsily walking, and I'm just, yeah. Well, yeah, if we, and any time we tried to go fast... Dear Lord, everything was out the window for me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, it's okay. You guess what? You shot an elk. There we go. But yeah, so we got up. Uh, so we, yeah, we got up in there and we heard some bugles. No, and not from the road. I don't think we didn't hear anything for until like eight thirty that morning. It was when we got we got up there a ways though because I remember. You let one off, and we heard they were they were faint because you were like, "How the hell did you not hear those?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It was faint. It was real faint. That's the and other I thing is I'm out. deaf. Yeah, you are deaf, and, which is crazy because I'm deaf as f right now, and so you are like super deaf. You're, <laughs> you're clinically deaf. Um, yeah, I heard them faint in the distance, and it was kind of the breeze picked up. It was getting a little windy. I was like, "Where the freaking? Where did that come from?" And then I slid around and I let that courting bugle out because I knew that would get get mm-hmm. them woken up. And then he ripped off. And I was like, oh, he's not that far. Yeah. You know, we were just kind of like around that knob and we couldn't hear him good. Um, we slipped in and we quietly closed the distance because I didn't know... I didn't know if he had cows. He wasn't be like I don't. I couldn't. There was read no him. way to get a read on him. Really. Yeah, because he wasn't bugling back. He it was just like an occasional bugle, you know, every once in a while. And I was like, okay, we're gonna have to go in and like slow play this guy or whatever, and you know, or cow call. I, originally, in my head, I was thinking we were just gonna end up going in there and cow calling him. Yeah. And then as we were slipping in, I got eyes on the cows. There were cows with him, and I was like, oh shit, there's cows. And so we got in. I think we got to like 60 yards on it. I'm trying to get your freaking attention and you're, I'm like, Oh, that's yeah, that's right. They, they, he was again, like right there. The same like, realization right that I was deaf. Um, I did not hear you say that they're right there. I'm like, and I'm right like, there. I'm and like, you, cause I was a, like a few steps behind you. I was trying right, to get up, right. get up close enough. And, and when you, and you, when you moved, I think one of them caught movement, movement yeah. and, and he, it kind of like scampered ahead a little bit. I was like, Oh shit. I'm like, all right, let's just let things chill. They don't know what's up. They didn't really see you. They didn't smell yeah. you, whatever. And we sat there for, what, like a half an hour maybe? Not even. And then we got in close again. 
And I'm like, all right, we're close on this guy's cows. Let's. Well, no, I think we skirted around that time. And because uh, we were trying to get a more of a beat on where he was, because we we found the cows again, but we couldn't figure out what he was doing, where he was going. Okay. Remember, we went, we kind of backed out of there. We we let them settle. Yeah. And they took off, but we backed out of there, and we went. That's that's when we went and sat for like sat for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, both had some snacks and. Uh, um, well, all I know is that we got it in sixty yards on his cows, and he was right there, and I ripped a you know, a bull calling cow's bugle or a roundup bugle. Yeah, that's right. And he nervous grunted at us and he ripped one bugle and he left. <laughs> he left all the cows there. He the was cows were all bedded. They were just bedded laying there and they didn't even get up and go after him. So they, there must have not have been a hot cow and it was just a young... I, I never really got good eyes on him. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I could tell he wasn't a big bull to begin with, but... Yeah, it was very much like... That guy that that you kind of get into an argument with on the street, mm-hmm. and then he's like backing away from you, just being like, "Come at me, bro! What are you gonna do about it?" As yeah. he's like walking away from you, yeah, that's legitimately what it felt like the entire time. Yeah, but. And it, I mean, he took off, and we kind of sat there, and we're like, "Oh, let's see what's going on." And then eventually, I just pulled us out of there, and we went out, we went and sat you on a tank that night. Yeah, uh, that was the first we built the brush blind, and yeah. that was that first tank. Which you basically did every evening except for the yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, was yesterday the was the first day. I, you know, that was the plan because we weren't really chasing bugles, didn't have a beat on, you know, mm-hmm. Tuesday, like you said, was horrendous. We didn't, see, we didn't see an elk, we didn't hear an elk, nothing the whole day. Until, that was a full bow hike day. Until? We're driving back. Yeah, we did like at least 10 miles on foot, and I don't know how much in, in the truck, but... Driving back, that one raghorn bull crossed with those two cows mm-hmm. in front of us. I'm like, this is where we're going to start tomorrow. I said, there's elk in this, and they're going to be right in this. Yep. And I kind of looked at the to- topography, and I'm like, okay, where are they going to be? I looked at where the tanks were. And that's kind of what I do like a lot is I, I'm a big topo guy. Like I, I have a sense. I've, or I've developed a sense. I didn't like – I wasn't born with it. I've developed a sense of where – elk like to be mm-hmm. um, and where they're going to bed. So, and that, that was pretty much the story the whole, the whole time, like how we, we kept getting back into them because that bull, where we first found him was like four miles from where we end up on him yeah. again today. I was going to say so. that Tuesday, that Tuesday was what really set off the eventually getting the bull right the bull i got so wednesday morning we got on him that guy was we were on him i mean it's a big bull it was a 360 bull he had five other bulls in that canyon with them all screaming their heads off right and it was almost like hard to make a decision which one to go after there were so many all around us and there's a few big ones oh geez yeah i just remember when we first set up and i was gonna do the breeding sequence and rake the tree and everything when you got up to go and I'm like trying to get your attention to, to, to look yeah. a certain direction because the other bull <laughs> it was coming across you at like 60 yards. <laughs> oh, but it was kind of dark already. I mean, it was still I'm, somewhat dark and whatever. And like, I'm you not were focused. Sure the, guy, the big yeah. guy was in front of us bugling. And that's where you were focused on, which was good. And I but, like you, I, I finally, you caught my eye finally. And I, I turn and look, I'm like, 
am I an idiot? Did I like just set up the wrong direction? Because I didn't realize you were like trying to tell me there was a yeah. bull over there. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, okay, then I guess like, I'll set oh up this way. And I'm like, it seems weird because the bugles are going to... Yeah, yeah. No, there was just a giant... I didn't, it was honestly, for me, it was a little too early to be shooting. Like, it, trying to be as ethical as possible, I would have struggled to see my pins correctly and take... Especially at 60 yards, yeah, I would yeah, have struggled yeah. to make that shot. Gotcha. And so I probably would have had to... Pass on him anyway. It, it was close. It was like... It was it was right in that spot where I probably would have drawn. I would have looked through and been like, mm, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he didn't blow out or anything. He just kind of like, uh, and turn around do, 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 and started do, do, walking down yeah, that hill. Off. He came up, you know, because I made those three cow sounds mm-hmm. or whatever. But anyway, so we finally get on the herd bull. And we're following and following and following. 630 comes, boom, shuts up. Yep. I mean, it, it's, it was only light for, what, 40 minutes? Oh, geez. It not was... Even. I got on. Yeah, we not we even. snuck in on him in the dark at 4.30 in the morning. Like, we were going with red flashlights and Because it was, it was still dark. He shut up right after we passed that dry water hole, and it was still dark when we passed that water hole. Like, it was just getting light enough to turn off our headlamps. It was 6... I remember exactly 6.30. Shut, yeah. He shut up. It wasn't, it wasn't that... It wasn't that light when we got to there. It wasn't that dark, you mean? It's, I think we just shut off our headlamps before that, but... Anyway, regardless. but regardless, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so and then that afternoon, I put you on the waterhole, and I try to relocate them in that canyon. They weren't there. Again, I busted out Onyx Maps. I looked at the t- topography, and I'm like, you know what? I bet you any amount of money he went up, and he went over, and he went to this. Because they like, they like flat, at least here in Arizona. I, I mean, I don't know this to be true in other states, but they like flat mesas type of country to rut in. And I figured that's where he's going to be tomorrow morning. That's where he's going to be all night long with these, what is ladies. Well, it's a lot easier to get busy on flat ground than it is on yeah. a steep slope. Exactly. <laughs> so the next morning we got up and around, but there was three other hunters there. We actually, we had another hunter move in on us also that uh, Wednesday morning also. Yeah. I mean, the, to some extent, that's kind of been the story of... Oh, yeah. Except for the last two days, well, really. Well, we, we forgot to mention on, on Tuesday, I, I called I called in six Oh, hunters. geez. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> I do have to say, so this was kind of a dickish move on our part, but it was... <laughs> that was fun. A hell of a lot of fun. I had to. I had to do it. So we, we were... Weren't we were like sixty forty that it was a hunter, and we did, we were like, okay, if there's a chance this is a bull, let's call it in. So I set up, you called it in, and then we started just like you said, how they were calling the calls they were making, the, everything. It was like, was oh, like, this oh, is a hunter. Yeah, it's clearly sure. a hunter. And you're like, hey man, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let off a wait. Was it just like a nervous grunt or yeah. something? I'm gonna let off a nervous grunt, oh, boy, and we're I gonna sprint up. out and get these guys' hearts right, heart rate up a bit. Yeah, we just ran out of there like a. Oh, just making them think they busted the elk. Like they were coming in with bad wind. They were cow calling in the whole way. <laughs> like, I mean, it was so yeah. obvious that it wasn't elk. The, the way I figure it. But I had them going. <laughs> the way I figure it is because there was nothing else that day. So yeah. I guarantee they were having the same day we were oh, having. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so if that got them like a little bit stoked and gave yeah. them that little adrenaline rush to kind of like hunt yeah. hard the rest of the day. Yeah. We're doing a damn public service. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how I felt. I'm like, ah, oh, they probably get made their day. Oh yeah. 
They're but, like, oh man, we got we got within like fifty and then, yards, and then we these got bulls. like what a couple hundred yards away from them, and then that other guy started. Oh, geez. started bugling at us. We had with, we with had the, dudes cow calling on either side of yeah, us at one pro. point. And and I'm, like, that's yeah. the I'm like, that's the Fox Pro bugle. It's the 100%. exact same one you have. <laughs> I'm like, that's the Fox Pro yeah. bugle. I know that sound. And he kept doing it over and over oh, and yeah. over. Oh man, yeah, that was. But it definitely started us in on the path we were on that day by the end of it and uh yeah we got surrounded by those five cows and we we were after those when we were surrounded by the five cows we were after that one for i mean it was four or five miles something like that we just kept dogging him dogging him he kept getting further and further away and yeah we finally this then he finally thursday, shut up thursday morning talking about no this was like the wednesday when we were in the oh, five oh, of them. Wednesday, like yeah. we were dogging him for a while until we got to that that flat where we found they all bedded yeah but uh, yeah, then Thursday. Well, when uh, yeah Wednesday, I went and sat Wednesday the tank night. again. Yep. Um, and it's just we were trying to play the odds with that tank too, because mm-hmm. it was seeing we knew there was bulls coming to it. We you know yeah, we, had we had footage it. of bulls coming to right, it. We, from, had, we had some intel some, from some friends of mine, but yeah. And so we're like, okay, he's gonna come back. He may you know so uh, sit it for enough evenings in a row unless Eventually. unless some, like yeah. something we know comes up beforehand right odds are I'm gonna shoot a bull exactly um, no moon you know I figured he'd come in daylight but anyway so Thursday morning uh, we get up there and there's a hunter parked literally where I wanted to go and I'd say that was about 40% they walked of the time over and started talking yeah. to us and they, they gave they, they they were the two guys that were on the bulls also that's right that's right uh, the morning before and we you know we shared you know some whatever intel I guess with each other and there was a guy sitting on the water tank above us so I'm like listen let's just go up let's go in between we'll get in there and everything we did the wind was bad the mm-hmm. wind was bad we couldn't go after these elk at all so I said you know what I'm gonna go to where they're going let's do that let's go to where they're going let's Make, like again, it broke out the map. I'm like, okay, this is where they're gonna go. We got over there. The wind was good for us, and nothing. Crickets. We don't hear shit. And I'm like, well, maybe they're not gonna come here. I don't know. I thought they were going this direction. Anyway, so we sit down and we're having a little snack or whatever, drink some water. I'm like, all right, well, let's start. Let's keep heading in this direction. I said we're either gonna go. And circle, you know, circle around this little hill, or we're we gonna go up through this saddle and check, check to see, because on the other side of the saddle is another water hole. So, I said, but before we go, let me let me, you know, make some cow sounds. And I started making some cow sounds. All of a sudden, he rips off. Yep. Right, and I'm like, there he is, right where we said he was gonna go. <laughs> right. So we start heading over there. We get like 200 yards away, not even. I think like 175 yards away from where we were sitting. And another bugle rips behind us, and I we turn around, and you're like, "There's elk right there!" And that bull with three spikes and like three That's or four right, cows yeah. literally passed the same spot we were sitting. If we would have just sat there and eating, or if I didn't make those cow sounds and hear him, we yeah. would have been sitting there. A oh, little bit, shit! Oh, there's an elk, <laughs> twenty yards. <laughs> oh, look, we're already set up. Yeah, exactly. It would have worked oh, out perfectly. So. You know, that was Thursday night or Thursday day. It was a little excitement. That was kind of the, that was kind of a rough day because we hiked a lot that day. Yeah. We put, I mean, you know what, 
seven, seven, eight miles that day? In the morning. Yeah, yeah. just the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we won't talk about it. You put on, you put on some mileage because I'd be sitting in those tanks and you'd be putting on miles listening for bugles. <laughs> but, and you know what? Every evening I went out, I could not buy a bugle. Oh, yeah. I couldn't buy one. I'd go any, I mean, I think that night I went up, I went to a completely different area where I had gotten some intel and I got, I went in there and I could not, I mean, I put, I probably put another six miles that night. Mm-hmm. Easy. Hiking around in there, didn't hear a peep, didn't hear a peep. So brings us to Friday morning, Friday morning again, I'm like, well, that bull that we heard, Mr. Bugles, we called him. Mm-hmm. We heard Mr. Bugles going this way, and we end up going back after those other ones because they were way closer. Yeah. Right? And we left Mr. Bugles alone. I said, let me look at the map. Where is he going to go? Well, there's three water holes here. There's a nice flat mesa here. Some good good hillside cover with the benches on it. He's going to go over there. He's going over there. I know he is. Sure as shit. The next morning, Friday morning, we get up there. It's like, what, 4.30, 5 o'clock? Oh, 5. We got there a little. Yeah, because we got there, we got there late because it. Uh, yeah. We went and checked a couple other spots no, and everything s- got messed up. We saw, saw. No, yeah, that's the morning that we saw Elk cross the road in front of us. Yeah, that's right. And we stopped there and, and we yeah, got we super distracted time, by those guys. Spent time trying to figure out if there was a bull with that herd of cows or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. just we saw the one cow yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. off the. Yeah. That's right. That's so right. So we, we, got, we got in there pretty. Um, Pretty late for my for my taste. Yeah, we, we didn't there get there until like f- just after, like hair after five, something like, like that. Like five fifteen or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and um, so we get out of the truck and we're just sitting there waiting, quiet, 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 quiet. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bugle. And I, I bugle, boom, instantaneously, Mister Bugles. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, I'm like, that's him. Mm-hmm. And then. We hear a satellite bull like maybe 150 yards closer to us. Yep. He lights off. And we're like, okay, let's do this. So we start cutting the distance in the dark and it's getting lighter and lighter as we go. And um, we get him, we get in between the satellite bull and him. And now they're going. So we don't, I don't have to say shit. Mm-hmm. They're going at each other. And because that satellite bull, I'm, a, I'm assuming. That bull is one of the bulls from the canyon that we, when we first found them in. Yeah. Must have been harassing him a few times because he started roundup bugling right away. It was yeah. like first light. He was roundup bugling. He was taking his cows out of there. Um, the satellite bull was staying still. And at this point now, because we didn't, haven't had much luck and yeah. it was getting close. It's, we only got, so it was Friday. We only had one more day, Saturday, mm-hmm. which is today. We're like, let's go try to get the satellite bull. We could cow call him in. Well, and so we had this discussion and just to clarify for everyone, we had this discussion beforehand, you know, you, and you know, it, uh, you ask all your clients this, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what are your trophy goals? What are your measures of success for this hunt? Are you just happy with anything? Is it go big or go home? Is it, you know, I just want, I want something respectable. Like, you know, what are your goals? And I told you, I'm like, here's the deal. Like, again, like it's, it's rare that I'm going to draw this tag. Uh, so I w- would like to go for something big, like, right. you know, three, 300 plus would be friggin' insane. Right. Um, but you know what, if I go home with a, just a cool bowl that we worked hard for, mm-hmm. I'm going to be more than stoked. I, like, think, I, I think you, you worded it as, as long as it's not a spike 
I'm going to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. You're my favorite client ever. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, like there's nothing worse for me, in my opinion, when a guy's like, I want X amount of inches or that's it. Yeah. You know, like you're already going into it, not, not enjoying the hunt. You're like, you're already going into it. Not when you have those expectations, that's like, cause everything's a letdown. Oh, that was a letdown. Mm-hmm. That encounter wasn't cool. That was a letdown, you know? Yeah. So, but now at this point, we're, we got a certain amount of desperation. Yeah. <laughs> now we're, we're like, now we're like, like <laughs> Brown is down, you know? Like that, that's like, that's the mentality that I'm starting to feel, you know? Anyway, so we got this satellite bull that's bugling hard. The other guy's walking away like he always does. He freaking rounds up his cows yeah. and goes away. You know, and I, I we've already put where we, we didn't say the, the tactics or whatever that I used prior to try mm-hmm. to get that big bull to come in. But I feel like I, the, I, I pulled out all the stops. Yeah. I mean, raking trees, uh, you know, round up bugles, oh, it, freaking it, challenge some, I, I mean, John was having some, some elk orgies back behind <laughs> me when we were set up. It was, it was rather impressive. Full on. I had, I have the Fox pro doing freaking cow sounds while I'm, while I'm raking and bugling and grunting like, and grunting. Grunkin and and, oh Yeah. Oh, I put it on a show for sure. I I was a one man band. I was one of those guys that you know that with uh, the, the, the drum, drum set, set on the front. The, yeah, the cymbals. Yeah, and that was me. <laughs> da, 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 you know. But, I feel like I feel like that was the story. Honestly, with all the bulls that we really encountered, they weren't like. I, I feel like the rut was the just same. starting to take hold, and none of them want. They were not like. Oh, uh, all right. Let's let's throw down and let's figure some shit out. Like this was. Like, well, no, I got instance, my ladies. I'm going. For instance, this satellite bull, a satellite bull like that, that's trying to get cows from another bull, you start throwing cow calls at them. They're like, ooh. Yeah. Their fucking pecker gets hard and they come flying at you. You know, it's like, the, the we de- started doing they're that. They're the desperate, thirsty dude at about 2 a.m. once right. the bar's closing exactly. down. They hear, Scooping up the dregs. They <laughs> hear anybody say, oh, I'm so tipsy. They're like, hello. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but that wasn't the case. We snuck in there, and I was oh, like, I'm like, I'm like, is my cow call sound like crap? What, what am, I, am I doing something wrong? Do I sound like a fat bitch or what? What, what is this? <laughs> oh, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. What's going on? And, and he started walking away, but he was bugling, and he was location bugling as he was walking away. And I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> right here. Meow, meow. I'm right here. Maybe he was as deaf as I am. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, well, that guy's out of the picture. So, again, let me look at the topo. Where's, this, where's Mr. Biggs going? Mm-hmm. He's got a big herd. He's got to hide him in a nice, cool place. Where is he going to go? There's a water hole down below us. There's this, there's that. I'm like, all right, let's, let's go after him. I, I, know, I know where he's going. Because he had kind of shut up a little bit. Like, yeah. he oh, started he sh- out, he was, like, talking. Yeah. Oh, as soon as he got talking, away from talking, us, talking. and he got his cows walking with him, he shut up around. Yeah. He was around the bugling. That's what he was doing. Yeah. You know, he's going, he's like, okay, ladies, let's go. Okay, ladies, let's go. That, that, that's what he was doing. And so we get down there, and we get into a spot where I'm like, I'm like he's either going to be here or he's going to be here. And I, left, I let off one of those. He oh, blasts. Instantaneous. Instantaneous blasts. And I was like, all right. So we start cutting the distance, cutting the distance, cutting the distance. Well, that was after. So at this point, we had already covered four miles, something like that, I just know, under. Yeah. We were, we were 
somewhere around three. It was, it was somewhere around that. And then I just remember we come to the edge of this bowl, and I'm like, I just remember thinking. Actually, I'm you like, know what? It wasn't that bad because remember I did the line. We were, we were uh, about a mile and a half in okay. uh, at that point. Oh, when, yeah, when we went down mm-hmm. into it. I just remember, I'm like, I just remember thinking to myself, this is going to be a long day. Um, yeah. Just looking at what we were about. And because if we would have killed them, if, if we would have killed them when we got in close to them later on that day, we would have been screwed. Oh, yeah. Oh, we would have been bringing the truck around somewhere else for the love of all that's good and holy. There was no way. That was, <laughs> I was like, we had to go up and down, up and down. Oh, us. yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have sucked. I was uh, one of those places. I was like, I hope we kill this bull, and I hope we don't kill this bull. <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, he rips off, and we start, you know, going through, ghosting through the trees, trying mm-hmm. to close the distance because I know now at this point, every time I make a bull sound, he He's gonna keep gathers his cows and goes. So I'm not going to do that. Anyway, so we get in close, get in close, get in close, and we're like, where did he go? He stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Like, where did he go? Now we're at a point in the woods that's like old, old growth timber. So the understory is pretty open. You know, I'm going from tree to tree and I'm glassing, I'm glassing, I'm glassing. I'm like, I don't see freaking elk. Yeah. I should be able to pick him up. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I think I cow called once or twice and he didn't answer back. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let me rip a bugle. Rip a bugle. And he lights up. Mm -hmm. And it it was the second place that I told him, I said, he's either going to be here or he's going to be here. And so he went up on that bench where the saddle was. And I was like, all right, let's go, man. We got to hump up there fast. We humped up there. We get up there. I almost died. We got on the the same bench as them over with the wind, you know, in our favor. And we were just going with him, going with him. And at one point we got to like, I don't know. It was definitely like 80 yards or less. He was just yeah. over that little, like little rise. Just right around the curve, right over the rise. Yeah. I, I could see the top of one of the elks back, and I was like, oh, yeah, they're, they're like right there. And I'm like, should I rip a bugle? I'm like, should I rip around that bugle? I'm like, at this point now, I'm like, he's going to just take his cows and run. Yeah. So what he keeps doing. Let's just, let's just try to get close enough where you can spot and stalk him and shoot him, right? And we're going, and we're going, and we're going, and... Now, another bull across the way starts ripping like crazy. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy, crazy. And now they're going back and forth. They're yelling at each other back and forth. I'm like, great. This is great. This is letting me know where this other one mm-hmm. is, and I don't have to do a damn thing. And we're close and close and close in the distance. We, and he wraps around the whole freaking mountain. And we literally traversed oh, yeah. around. The, I mean, we did a 180, and we just let him be. I'm like, this guy's just, he needs to just settle down. Yeah. Well, then our wind. Oh, the wind screwed us yes, over. Right. Exactly, because we, we were sitting there, we're like, "Well, what do we do? We got, we kind of got That's the bird right. in the hand." I forgot about that because I knew, asked God. Yeah. Remember, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I told you, I'm like, I'm like, give me. A, there's a bull across the way, and he he's stationary. He's not moving, yeah. and he sounds like he's advertised musically, right? Yeah, like to me, to everything. Every, every yeah, we thought was, we thought he was a, a satellite. I, I thought he was a satellite because he was, was trying to pick up some ladies. Advertisement. Advertising, 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 and just kept doing it after one after another, one after yeah. another. Even after that other one. It wasn't one, even up. in response to the bull right. most of the time. It was they were just he was just kind of right. going. Right. And this is one of the first mistakes I made because I thought about it after the fact. He chuckled twice. Okay. And that should have cued me in that he had cows. And it didn't. Like it didn't dawn on me that he had cows until after the fact. But now we're sitting there and now we're like, do we keep going after this guy? 
or do we go after this guy across the way? I mean, he's bugling. We're not that far from him. We could just drop down this and go back up the other side pretty, I mean, sucks, whatever, Mm -hmm. more miles, whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I said to myself, like, God, give me a sign. (laughs) And the wind switches and he starts heading right towards where the other, where we left Mr. Bugles. And I'm like, oh shit. All right. Well, that's our sign. Yeah. So we, we had tail it down there. We set up a couple of times because at first the sounds sounded like a lot closer. Yeah. Well, and he may have come down a little bit. Like he may have come down and over a little bit. I don't, I don't know. I, I, he didn't move at all. They were bedded. They were all bedded. We found that out after the fact. But when I first heard him, I wasn't convinced that he was on the ridge across from us. I, it sounded like originally that he was down in the flat below us. Well, there was a couple of times he sounded like he was just over the, like just over the drop-off even. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of responses. Like he sounded pretty close, at least closer than he was. I, I, I didn't think he was. He was like five, almost 500 yards away, and I, I thought he was like two and a half. I thought he was about half that distance at first. Yeah. At first. And then we, dro- jumped, we, we got closer we cut the distance like 200 yards. Yeah. And I start doing a slow play. Because, again, at this point, I'm thinking he's an advertising bull. He's not. Yeah. So I'm doing cow sounds and da-da-da. And well, we set up a good three times, I'd yeah. say. Like, moving in, moving in. And then he would, every time we cow, every time I made a sound, he would bugle. I was like, all right, well, I guess we have to go to you. Anyway, so we cut the distance, and we're going through, going through, going through. And... We get to a point, and now we're like right below him. And I'm like, son of a bitch, he's up on this freaking bench right above here. And I'm like, let's just sit here and wait. Let's just sit here and wait. Because now at this point, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He shuts up. And we're just sitting there. And I'm like, I don't want to make a sound. I said, he's going to talk. And then, in his bed. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's definitely right over here. But the wind sucks, so we need to kind of like, mm-hmm. kind of s- circumvent it a little bit. Well, it kept switching on us. Yeah, it, that was bad. Like, it was. Well, we were in, we were in a bottom of a canyon. Yeah, it was still heating all over up the for the midday and... right there. Thermals were going up. Everything was not right. Yeah, but well, the wind was coming down. The thermals were going up. So it would like, <laughs> and then it was yeah, just it was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't good. So anyway, we scoot around, and then super guide John Stallone. <laughs> I quickly glass, but I didn't like do it like, you know, I didn't pick it apart. I just quickly yeah. glass. I didn't see anything. Again, I'm thinking to myself. Well, we're looking for the bull. We're- I'm, I'm thinking he's a, he's a lone bull. I'm looking for antlers, tips sticking out. I'm not looking for cows. I'm not looking for anything. And we're literally, I'm, I'm, I shit you not. Well, we had, we had set up. I had just taken my bugle. I had just taken my bugle tube, you know, got it ready and put, put the reed back in my mouth. And I'm like, I'm going to, get to that spot right there and I'm going to bugle. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to bugle. I, I was going to cow call. I'm going to get to that spot. I'm going to cow call right, right from that spot. We take one step forward and four of his yeah. cows stand up. And I'm like, frick, they're right there. They're like right there. Like 70 yards in oh, front yeah. of us. Well, they're looking at us and all of a sudden they, they start taking off. So automatically at that point, I'm like, nervous grunt and then around the bugle and he just blew our heads off yeah like challenge bugle i'm like all right we run up in there you know because he doesn't know he wasn't right there with the cows he was above him 
You know, he doesn't know why those cows are running. He thinks those cows are running because there's another bull coming in. So we run in there and I'm like, challenge him. And he stops back and he screams at us. And then he starts round up bugling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, son of a bitch. Takes all his cows and he drops off. So I'm like, I know where he's going. No, we swung around. Oh, no, we went back to that. At this point, we're like, we're miles from the truck. Yeah. Yeah, we were like, we I know where he's going to go. Anymore. I'm like, I know where he's going to go. Let's let him be. Let's hike back to the truck, eat a hot lunch. We'll take the truck around. We'll come up this other road mm-hmm. that gets us way closer to him. That way, if we do kill him, you know, we have the truck close, yeah. you know, not, not five miles away. So we hike back over the truck, da da da, da bippity bop down the road, get into where we want to be, eat lunch. And it's like 3.30. I'm like, let's just chill out for a half an hour. And we'll go in at 4 o'clock. We'll start yeah. making our way towards him. We start making our way towards him. And I'm trying to think. I think I... Well, remember, we went after Mr. Bugles first. Oh, you're right. We did. because I, Yeah, because he was closer. Yeah. We're like, let's try to go after him. It was Because we first were going to go down that road, and the road was all janky. You're right. You're and right. And so we're like, oh, let's go back and we'll go yes, up, we'll yes, go up yes. this we kind of... We couldn't get down that road that I wanted to, yeah. to get to the other bull first. And they were like, all right, let's go try Mr. Bugles. And then we went over there. We climbed up to the bench that we thought he had bedded at, mm-hmm. ripped a bugle, and he, the other guy answered yep. from across the way. Yeah, we were, we're getting like, nothing from Mr. Beagles. So we ran back down to the truck about a mile, running down the, down the ridge, uh, jump in the truck, scoot over there. You're right. Back to the janky road. Back to the janky road, exactly. And then we hiked up the road. Instead yep. of, we left the truck because we, we didn't want to like get a flat or whatever. It was just all boulders. And uh, we hike up the road, and I'm like, all right, I think they're going to be like right here. We climb up on top of this little bench, finger it was like a mesa that kind of mm-hmm. jetted out. And I think I was just rushing. Everything was, was so rushed at this point because yeah. we went over there. We drove over here. We're like, it was like a man. Well, we were kind of running out of time. Yeah, we, we were. Yeah, it was already five. It was plan. like 530-ish already at that point, right? Or maybe even later. I think it was closer to six. No, that wasn't an, uh, when we went way onto the other side. It was that late because we went up the janky road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. We so caught was, wind of them, but they were moving. They, they were. It was like it was like five. It was like five five thirty. So we got up, and I'm like, I'm gonna bugle right here, and let's see where he's at. And a bugle, and he was like a hundred yards from us, but a little further down, and our wind was kind of going that way. Yeah. I was like, Fuck. So like, we got to back up. We. I said, let's go down to the road, and we didn't. We should have went down to the road, ran down the road, and then came across. But I'm like, you know what? Running down to the road, all right, let's just stay over here. Mm-hmm. So like, we use this rise as our cover. And we moved along, moved along, and I'm like, we're coming across this flat, and all of a sudden, these trees get really sparse, and it's wide open, and I'm like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. And I'm going through, going through, and all of a sudden, a cow comes back up the ridge to listen because she heard our footsteps. Yep. And I'm like, there's a cow right there. Stop. 60 yards in front of us and we're just standing there standing there standing there having him you know a standoff mm-hmm. and then she just turned around and walked away oh and, and was, that was then right when i spotted him then you spotted the rest of the, the, herd, the spikes. spikes yeah so no we we went forward i'm like okay go set up over here goes you know we were going to try to uh, make a call at this guy at this point now because yeah we were so close to the cows and everything i'm like let's we hadn't tried uh well we did when he got, we busted them, but that was, you know, 
Yeah. We didn't have like a good solid try at him. I'm like, all right, go up there. And as you're walking up there, you looked over to your right. I'm like, and I'm like, oh shit. And you're like, this freaking elk right there. And there was the two spikes walking through two or three. I don't remember. And that point he was round up. And that's when I first put eyes on that bull. Mm-hmm. He was a good bull. I think he was like 340. I never, I mean, yeah, I didn't get a good, good solid look at him, but finally saw him. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, this is where he's going. Run back to the truck. And we ran all the way around. And we just realized that we just weren't going to make it in time. We got dark. Yeah. It was getting dark. And we're like, all right, well. I think at that point it was like 6.15. Mm-hmm. We had 40, you know, at that point about 45 minutes left of any, you know, being able to shoot whatsoever. And, and for me, again, I don't do well with the low light. And so... uh we went out, we listened for a while yeah. and just to see, and we, you know, we kind of caught, figured out where he was, some faint, some yeah. faint bugles coming over, got a general idea of where he was at mm-hmm. and decided, all right, tomorrow, tomorrow we're is up it. early, Tomorrow is- we're going balls to the wall. That's it. You know, it's something, something's going to die, either us or an elk. So let's get home. Let's have a, let's have a final meal yeah. <laughs> and get some rest go to before sleep. shower and go to sleep. Oh man. So yeah, we got what? We got out there really early this morning. Yeah. Before five. I mean, we were out there by four thirty. Yeah, four thirty. Yeah. Four thirty. And my plan was to go back to the, the same flat. Where we first the same him. flat yeah. where we located him Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Or Friday morning, rather. Yeah. Yes, the the morning before. Because we're like because we had talked to that guy, the cow hunter that was sitting in the tank that was below. And That's he said, right. oh, this bull bugles up here every night. Da, 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 which made me think, okay, he's going to go back. He's got a pattern, yeah. He's got a pattern. He's going to go back there. But in my head, I'm thinking, it can't be. That's not mis- That can't be the same bull. Remember, I told you that. It's yeah. like, it can't be the same bull because that bull is the same bull that we chased from almost four miles away. Mm-hmm. This bull has gone four miles. So I'm like, all right, well. Let's uh, let's go there and we'll rip a bugle and see if he answers back. If he answers back, then we know what to do. Well, we rip a bugle and sure enough, satellite bull or another bull bugles in a different direction, and we're like, like is that a dude? It was kind of yodely. It was very yeah. like you know. At first, I was like, eh, no, no, if that's a, I don't know if that's a real elk. So I'm like, all right, let's go down the road a little bit. Let out another bugle, and now he lets out a, you know, like you can yeah. tell, you can hear the inflection, and you know, like okay, that's that's definitely an elk, and I'm like, it's also five o'clock in the morning. It's coming from that water hole. There's no car parked right here. Yeah, there's no truck parked right here, and yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a guy, you know. So we played cat and mouse with him for till six thirty. Yeah, in the morning. We slipped in again on the, in the dark, you know, tiptoeing. Set up two or three times. Yeah. Thought, thought we were going to He would just stand out there like, I don't know, maybe. I, I don't think he was more than 100. I never put eyes on him. Yeah. I but I don't think he was more than 150 yards from us. And he just would not. I mean, I did nothing, you know. Like even, even before we went in, it sounded like he was pacing almost. Like, I hadn't given a bugle since 4.30 that morning. And so it got lighter right right before six, mm-hmm. and I did nothing but cow calls. And then when he didn't come into the cow call, because I was like, he's a lone bull. There's no way. Yeah. I'm like, 
He didn't make defensive sounds when we were bugling. So when I did the two bugles, so I didn't think he had cows. And I may be wrong. I never saw, but I didn't see any elk, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so finally 630, we decided, because he's walking away, and I'm like, you know what? We're not going to chase this guy. He's, he doesn't want to play. Like, I don't know. I'm not. Whatever I'm speaking, he does not like him. Yeah. So I'm like. When I even told you, like. Time to go back to look for Mr. Bugles. We I was kind of like. We know where we I, left him. I can't, get, I can't get Mr. Bugles off my mind. I remember yeah. telling you that. I'm like, I've been thinking about him all morning, man. Oh, like, shit. I mean, he's a giant. Oh, you, still, you hadn't seen him. I, didn't, I hadn't seen him, but like him and the other guy that we chased. Like those two, they were just, they were the ones that were in my head. They yeah, got yeah. stuck in my those head. Two, were, and they were two big bulls. They were two yeah. big herd bulls and they had big harems with, you know, little satellite bulls and mm-hmm. spikes and whatever with them. It's like, that's, 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 that's what the, you come to Arizona for. Kind, yeah. yeah, exactly. So we're, uh, I'm like, I know, I know where Mr. Bugles is going to be. I said, we're going to bugle here. If he doesn't answer here, we're going to drive down here and he's going to be up on that freaking saddle again. Mm-hmm. So we get over there, get below the saddle, bugle, and he pops off. Actually, he popped. I go, he's going to, I go, let's just sit here and listen to him and see yep. if he bugles. And he bugled on his own. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But because we were still sitting in the truck at that point, I had the doors open. Yeah. We didn't get out. I couldn't tell exactly where it came from. And I'm like, I'm going to rip a bugle, but I'm going to face it in the other direction and kind of make him think I'm further yeah. away. And I did that. And he, and he just let us have it right mm-hmm. so i was like okay i know exactly where it is i marked it i marked it right on the onyx i'm like he's right there i know where he is <laughs> so we hightail it and the cool thing is we had all those cattle the moo yeah. the moo cows are on that hillside they're like all in the trees and they're walking around making noise and shit i'm like dude we could just fly up this we can make as much noise as we want they're not yeah. gonna know it's us so we went up that and got off on top and above him above him and and to the right of him. We were far enough over because the wind kept switching. So we were yeah. a little bit, it wasn't directly at him, but it kind of, it was like heading that direction. We weren't hundred percent right. sure where he was at. So we wanted to stay far enough away to where right. he wasn't going to get hit with our wind. I remember. And, and I know we're just sitting up there, sitting in the shade or having a little snack. And I'm trying to think like, how am I going to approach this? Mm-hmm. Every thought when I, I even put a post on Instagram, which didn't post until after we killed your oh, funny didn't post like yeah because i didn't have enough service like, oh yeah it showed, yeah he showed us that we had lte up there but it, nothing was i couldn't even get a text that, that's been this whole time but anyway so I, I put this post up there i'm like i did this yesterday did that bah, 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 and i had this whole lot like you know story and the map and where the bull was and the wind and everything and i'm like i just want to see what with my peers say just for shits and giggles yeah. you know just i'd like to hear what their thought was you know in my head i got a plan and my plan is we're gonna sit here for as long as we have to, because I know that son of a bitch is going to get up from that bench and he's going to come this way and we're above him, you know? Yeah. I'm like, as long as it's not 6.30 tonight when he does that and our thermal's going down, we should be good. He's going to come around this little yep. bench which wraps around and hits the saddle and he's going to go where he wants to go, right? Where he, where he had gone. And we were we were packed in for the long haul we were oh, yeah. prepared to sit there i literally had four pounds of snacks in my freaking bag yeah yeah i i was like you know we, if i'm not leaving this spot i'm not my stomach is not going to force me to get off yeah. the mountain I like, from the second we drove out we're like all right because i'm a slave to my stomach everybody knows who hunts with me knows I'm a slave <laughs> to my but i'm like i'm like in my head i'm like we're gonna stay here and they're either gonna 
work their way towards us or the wind's going to pick up and we're going to be able to Move come in, across yeah. the top of this and I'm going to be able to sneak in and spot and stalk them. And I just said to you, I'm like, you know, I said, if I had one of my other guides with me right now, I said, I would have them go back down to the truck and keep bugling and keep this guy fired up and his attention and we'd slip in on him. Sure as shit, some, I hear a truck come down the road and they stop and they're like, he lights up. I'm like, okay, here we go. And because he lit up, those guys were bugling at him. Yeah. They were cow calling at him, everything. And I'm like, they're going to harass him enough that he's going to get up and leave. I'm like, we need to freaking get across. Like, yeah. We're hustling across the town. Well, with both of them bugling, anytime either one of them would bugle, exactly. we could yeah. nearly sprint down the Yeah, every time you bugle, we take, we yeah. take get a little bit faster and a little more aggressive. I, I say sprint. I mean really big steps. Yeah, like. yeah exactly. It wasn't really a sprint. We were, we were tiptoeing across because I was like, I don't want it. Oh, Any yeah. chance. I don't want him to think it's another bull coming in. I don't, I don't think anything. I kicked a single... Damn, Yo, you rock did. the you entire did. You time. Did you did good. You did good. <laughs> we came across, and it was, it's, you know, on top of that mesa, it's like, not a mesa, on top of that ridge, it's flat. It's kind of nice, yeah. you know? So I'm like, we're just going across, and I'm like, I, I quickly look at the topo, and I'm like, oh, there's a little saddle above mm-hmm. where he's at. We need to get to that. Because when these That's guys right come, he he's going to come up, and he's going to come up on top of this flat and drop over to the other side. Guaranteed. So get over there. I'm like, oh, and I could see it ahead of me. I'm like, glass, and I'm glass, and I'm glass. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's that boulder pile. Let's get over to that boulder pile. We're going to be right mm-hmm. there. Get over there, and I kneel down, and I look through the trees, and now I could see it. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yep. I'm like, I'm like, it's like 350, 360 bull. I'm like, oh, dude, he's freaking awesome. I'm like, can you see him? Can you see me? Like, no, I can't see him. And I could catch a little movement from the cows and right. the, the yeah, spikes yeah, yeah. and stuff, like on the side. Because I was, I mean, I was, I was further back and down yeah, from you, you a little bit off to the side. There's trees in the way and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. But, you didn't have the same angle, though. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, this is perfect. I'm like, you need to move up. You need to move up. They said, the next time he bugles, move up here real quick. Mm-hmm. And he, of course, he rips another one. And I'm we like move. climbing over you. Yeah. <laughs> like Using me as a pogo. Yeah, I got it. But he, and you get in there and you get into position. I'm like, all right, they're going to come right up. They're going to come right up over here. I mean, there was, like, it was the only way they could come. I like, can there was hear the lane. bugles from yeah. down below getting closer now. I'm like, they're coming mm-hmm. up. They're coming up. These guys are going to come up right at these elk. And that's what they were doing. And all of a sudden, he rips a freaking roundup bugle. I'm like, here they come. Yeah, yeah. They're coming. I'm yep. like, get ready. They're coming. He's going to be the last one. And you can see him. At this point, you're like, you can see them all moving. They're coming. Yeah. They're like, they're the whole looking. The caravan yeah. of cows walk past us at 20 yards. And cows, there's a couple of, look like, are they called yearlings for yeah. elks too? Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a couple that looked like yearlings. There and was. There's, I mean, maybe six all together between the, the cows and the yearlings. And then. And then there was a couple of spikes behind two spikes, them. and then a raghorn bull. Yeah. And he was the last in that line. And I could see the big bull, and he was kind of like coming this way, but he wasn't like... You couldn't... He, like, he, he wasn't on... He wasn't... He wasn't 100% on the same bean line as them. And at that point, I'm like, you drew back. Yeah. You well, drew I back. drew back because I'm like, okay... I, I don't know where he's going to be looking. Right. I don't know what these cows are going to do. So I'm like, I'm going to yeah. draw and hold as long as I damn well need to. Right. Like, you know, and thanks and it, to what you had me practice with the draw, not like sit there freaking aiming the whole time, but like just right. draw. Right. And, just and hold, hold naturally. And I mean, for, you know, I was lucky enough. We were in a, a really nice setup of a spot too. Like oh, it we was, couldn't ask for a better spot. Yeah. It was money. It was like perfect. I knew it was going to fall. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. They're coming up right through here. 
And so I'm, I'm watching them come up, and I'm kind of I'm looking to see. I see the I see the raghorn coming up, and I mean, he was a respectable elk. Like he was a little four by four, you know, whatever. Pretty little raghorn. He would have been he would have been nice in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, here's the. I'm thinking to myself this whole time. I'm drawn back. And I'm, 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 also ready, these. I'm sitting there ready if I got to make a, yeah. a nervous grunt. I'm videoing with my other hand. And I'm like, I'm right. watching these cows like just stare at me because they know something's going on. Yeah, they came, they don't, up, they they don't came really... up above and they were looking back and they're like looking. And I'm like, they're like, something's off. And I'm like, all right. And I'm, so this is what's going through my head. I'm seeing this raghorn coming up and I'm like, I can't, I can't see the herd bull. I know he's there. Uh-huh. You got, you know. He and we're pretty back, sure he was he's back coming. a ways. He was back probably 50, yeah. 60 yards. And so him. I can't see where he's where he's at. He uh, and I and we also don't know where the rest of his herd's at. Right. And so he could be going up another way. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, I'm if I walk home with this bull, uh-huh. I'm going to be happy as hell. Right. I'm going to be so stinking happy. Um, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, the, the old the oldest saying in the book you hear from every hunter, don't. And again, it's the last day. So regardless, right. I'm not passing it on the first day. Right. But, you know, you don't pass on the first day what you gladly take on the last. Right. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, and then I'm also looking at these cows staring at me. I don't know what the hell they're going to do if they're going to suddenly decide to freak the hell out. And They actually started walking away before you shot. Did you they? Know? Yeah. Because, so, yeah. So I see uh, the spikes are kind of up here, and it's it's getting a little traffic jammy up there. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of... Uh, Paused up, and so I'm I'm tracking this I'm tracking this bull. Yeah, and he stops, and I'm like, and I didn't expect him to stop totally because I thought uh, I I was a, I had totally lost track of what these these elk were oh, doing. I, that's why you got. And get so I, I I'm thinking he's he's gonna walk through, and so I'm leading him just a hair, just a hair, just a hair, and he stops right as I right, right as I let go, and so and he smoked him. The shot. Oh man, the shot goes, and I'm like. I'm like, I heard it. Like, I he remember kicked, hearing it. Like, there's he no doubt. Like a and mule. He was just, I was like, and he ran, and I was like, and he was off. Um, all I thought in my head was like, you smoked him. But I heard. But I kept you, getting nervous. I heard your arrow hit the wood on the because you you skewered the tree. Oh yeah. And I was like, did he shoot low? So I went back and and I could hear the herd bulls come in now. Mm-hmm. So I blast a bugle at him because he heard their cows running. Yeah. I was like, I blast a bugle at him, and he's freaking fired up. I'm like trying to look through the, the, video, the video at the same time make, while controlling the herd bull. Controlling the herd bull, looking at the video to make sure that if you didn't hit him, we could shoot this herd bull. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you missed, I'm like, no, you hit him, dude. Yeah. You, hit him. you look at him. You even like, you're like, I'm pretty, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, I'm and I'm, at this point, like, I was perfectly fine. Dude, I was focused. Uh-huh. I was remembering everything I was supposed to, like, beforehand. And like I was good, like I was almost kind of surprised. I'm like I I don't feel like my heart calmed down, all of that. Uh-huh. And I was I was just like in the zone. But then afterwards, I, you could probably hear me even. I was like, <sighs> Oh yeah, you were. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, really like, couldn't even breathe. You're shaking I was when you give me the high five. You're like, oh, I was like, I, I could catch. I had a I had the the, the call cow. in my mouth. Right. Uh, just from, from earlier, and I was watching it like shake in my mouth. <laughs> and that was awesome. I'm like, oh man, it was like all of that adrenaline hitting, like all of the freaking four years worth of elk hunting hitting me yeah. <laughs> at once. Um, and uh, 
you you finally you're like, well, take a look, and I'm like, look, and I'm like, I had to have hit him. Yeah. And because uh, like, you you, and you I, said to me that you didn't think I you thought because you, you couldn't see your your uh, fire knock. Yeah, or whatever and I could it was. I, the the nocturnal. Yeah, I couldn't nocturnal, see it flashing it anywhere. And I thought the I thought the angle was a little bit different than it actually mm-hmm. was, and I'm like, man, did I like, did I hit his shoulder and I'm did like, it like wedge in there? Well, I'm like, like no, because he didn't run away with an arrow, and I'm like, you didn't. Yeah, that's what you're saying. You would have seen you that if he was running away with the arrow. You missed him. That's all I, in yeah. my head. So and then I now now the herd bull's out of the picture. We kind of realized he wasn't going to come up our way, and at that point, no, and. And so I started looking. I'm like, oh, dude, you smoked him. It, like, you like it hit, looked like it was You right. couldn't hit him better. Yeah. Like, you couldn't hit him better. So we get over there. Well, and I remember I, I kind of I like sat arm. up a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, I see it. I see it. I could only see the flashy knock, though. I couldn't see if there was anything on it. Right. And so I'm still like, I'm like, oh. I'm like, I, all right, we got up. We, just, went, we went over there. We looked at There's blood literally oh. where you shot him. Yeah. And then the arrow was covered in blood and was stuck into a tree. Yep. Yeah, I mean that thing was wedged a good inch I, at least into the tree. Single like, bevel, two two blade, man. Like that's like the kudu. That was a kudu point you shot. Yep. I mean that's great broadhead. Um, Heavy that, arrow. I gave him good reviews on my when I did yeah. the broadhead testing. They, I I love the I love that head actually. Um, heavy arrow. You know, you you boo through the. I mean, cutting ahead a little bit. You know, we'll yeah. tell it now. I mean, and, and I thought, because I was tracking with him and he stopped a little more suddenly than I expected, I shot a little far forward, ended up punching through the back end of both shoulders, yeah. like, and it's still two shoulders and still plowed a good inch solid into that tree. Yeah. Pulled that thing out. I looked at it. I could shoot another elk with this thing right now. It yeah. is not like even like... That's awesome. Time to go get Kudu as a sponsor now. Jeez. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, if anybody's listening now. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously. Like, and I walked over there and I saw blood. And it, it took me a little second to figure out the Well, because I saw like one drop kind of walking to the arrow. Yeah. But it wasn't like... You know, we didn't see like a big yeah, splash. Well, that's or the one drawback to having a you know inch and a quarter cut or whatever. It's yeah. like you don't you don't get oh, as gaping of a wound, right? Yeah, and the same thing. So sometimes tracking, but usually they don't. If they well play shot, they don't go far, as is the case with yours. Mm-hmm. So we start tracking it, and I I just get up to this. I'm like thirty yards down the track, and I and I look up and I see the bull, and I'm like. Come up over here. Come up over here. There's, there's the blood over I'm here. I'm like, okay. Because I'm like helping you mark last blood and stuff yeah. like that. And so you're like, all right, come on up. And I'm like looking down like, like okay. And I'm getting ready to stand. I kind of look up. I'm like, oh. You went 50 yards. Big buddy. If, if even, man. Like that was, oh. That was awesome. Oh, that was so And on a flat spot on this flat top. So it made it nice. Could you imagine if it was on, freaking on the side of that steep ass shit? Oh, no, that would have been no fun. You know, we we made quick him. work of them and packed them out, and now we're here back at the lodge. The lodge, two trips, yeah, the lodge, <laughs> the house that I rented <laughs> for us to have uh, for this week. But uh, we took him out in two trips. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, two trips. because he was it was close enough. We could have yeah. we, we loaded. We, up the we weren't we weren't concerned about having to hike up a hike up the side of a hill to get back to the yeah. It was all uh, downhill. It was all, oh, glory hallelujah! Right? I mean, downhill sucks too, though. Like I, I will, I will admit, my knees started felt, started getting a little sketchy towards the end and stuff. But yeah, yeah, man. I mean, what a 
What a freaking... Nobody can say we didn't work for it. Oh, shit, man. What was it, 16 hours yesterday? Yep. On, on Friday? We were on the bull from 4 a.m. till yeah. 7. It, over 10 miles of hiking, mm. up and down. Um, you know, we put in some good work. I mean, the whole, the whole time, we really did. I mean, I, I, I learned a lot. I, I would love to hear from you. You know, we talked about we talked about the stalking end, like and the and the walking. Just even anytime you're walking through the woods, mm-hmm. you know, it's just place your steps, be careful, you know, how yeah. you're walking, take into account what's going you on. You can't do much about the crunch. Yeah. But animals crunch. Deer crunch, elk crunch when they walk through. Not as, Obviously. Much, not as much as we do because the surface area of yeah. our foot's way larger. I mean, look at look how big an elk is, and you know he's got a five inch hoof. Yeah, and you got a twelve inch hoof. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but they don't kick rocks. They don't scuff their feet. They don't. I mean, yeah, every I shouldn't say they don't kick. Every once in a while, you'll hear rocks. Yeah, but that's got to be really loose stuff. You know, where rocks tumble or whatever. But and I think those. Th- they cue into that stuff. And then you know, they may not bust or whatever. An elk may not bust because of that, but he'll be a high, high alert mm-hmm. versus, oh, that's just another elk walking above me. Yeah. That's, that's my opinion. That's my, I mean, what I've noticed over the years, but. Well, so, so. talking about, talking about other stuff, like that, that learnings from this, one of the big things we talked about was scent control with elk hunting. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people roll their eyes at that. You know, it's, uh, Oh well, you know what's you know play if you're the wind, play the wind, play the either wind. you play the wind or you don't. Like right. you don't need to send control. Right. And again, the whole thing we discussed was the wind swirls all the time. You're going into these little holes or whatever. Right. You know the wind's going to swirl. The wind's going to switch, and it can do one of two things. It can give you that extra few seconds right. that you need to draw when they're still just trying to figure out what's going on, or it can. You know, I think the best way you illustrated it, it almost gives the effect that you're further away yeah. by your scent. So like, just a like, little, and I don't know if I told you this or not, but yes, yeah. I, I think I did. The for the listeners anyway, my let me explain where I'm coming from. So I developed a no uh, scent free products years and years ago, like 20 years ago. I did tons and tons of research. Matter of fact, I wish I still had this video. It's on an S. SD uh, mini DV tape that I think is ruined. They got ruined from a flood, but I got video of me laying in a pile of leaves next to some corn, whatever. And a white tailed doe comes up and is eating the corn and I'm clearly where she could smell me. Mm -hmm. And I pop up and smack her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And like, you know, I did a bunch of bunch of testing like that, like purposely coming with the wrong wind, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple of years ago in Utah, is a good example. The wind was great. Wind was great. I was like, okay, cool. And I pop over to peek over the edge, and I feel the wind hitting me in the back of the head. I'm like, it's literally the wind is beelining it straight down to this buck, and. I even puffed my 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 wind puffer, and I could see I could see the freaking white dust hitting him in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm like I'm screwed. I'm like I better do this now, or he's gonna bust out of here. You know, so I come over the edge, or I draw back, and then I pop over the edge, and he's just sitting there, and I'm just waiting, 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 and then 
then he starts lifting up his nose and he's looking around and he's like looking around and I'm like, and I'm at full draw and I'm like, fuck, I'm like at full draw for a minute. Yeah. Actually, it was more, it was, I think it was over a minute. And then he stands up and he's looking around and he's trying to figure out what's up. He's, he, he's getting a, he's getting a whiff of me, but it's not a full on blow a scent in his face because it was the first stalk in the morning. I had put on fresh clothes. Mm-hmm. I sprayed down. I, I took my shower that morning. You know, I did everything that I could to control or minimize my scent. And he turns, but now he turns and he's facing straight at me and it's a 50-yard shot. And I, the wind's blowing pretty good and I already had been holding back and I missed him. I whiffed it. Oh. I whiffed it. But the point is, had I not taken the time to control my scent, that opportunity would not. Yeah, he he smelt me, but it wasn't. And I, and I, I a think concerning... I, I quit exactly. I think I, I I equated in my head to they smell you, but they're like, oh, there's a human like two three hundred yards away, or a human walked through here at some point today. Yeah, not there's a human standing right above me, mm-hmm. ready to shoot me. Mm-hmm. So. And that's that's what I equated to. And like you said, you can't you can't control the wind. So do everything you can't. Do you? It's the do question whatever of you can do possible to. How m- much is it worth? It? Is it worth it to you to take a shower? Every, yeah. Like, and again, if you're spending ten days in the backcountry, like with nothing else, there's only so much you can do. Clearly, right. but if you're coming back to your truck, you're coming back to a cabin or a house every day. Yep. It, it's probably worth it. Yeah, to take that extra half an hour it takes to you know, swap out your camo or, you know, take that shower, run a little laundry, whatever it takes. Now, the one big thing that I, I totally understand, totally believe you, but I'm too superstitious to do that. You got on my case about, Oh yeah. Is your sticky the hats. And I think this is honestly something that people should know because you don't think about that. You do think like, Oh, you take all this care to, yeah, why, to clean your why, camo. Why are you and, washing your camo? Why are you taking a shower every morning when you're this, next to your armpits and your groin, the stinkiest thing is your head. And you literally have a hat that looks like you rolled it in shit. <laughs> and I mean, it's sweat stains. I mean, it's a Salty, badge of honor. It's, it's gross. Yeah. It's, disgusting. it's, it's a you're, you're foul, disgusting thing. You're grossing me out. But no, it's all joking aside is that's a beacon of smell right there. So, I mean, it just, yeah, clean the hats. I all my hats go in the laundry with with my camo and get cleaned. Yeah, they don't have the greatest shape. Like I'm not a, I don't have perfectly form fitted to my head every time. You know, you're and, also not rocking a flat brim either. So yeah, exactly, I, I don't <laughs> give a shit what I look like in the field. You know, it's like. But so we talked about again. We talked about stocking. We talked about scent. The importance of those things. Any other things? I would love to hear from you what I should be focusing on for next elk season. Obviously, honestly, so my shooting, we, we talked, yeah, we talked about, we talked about this after the shot. Cause and I didn't, I didn't want to introduce doubt to you, but you were scaring the shit out of me going into this because you had so much doubt yep. about how you were shooting and your rig, the way you had it set up. Like we had to do some, a we, little bit of jury rigging, not, yeah, not, no, like did, heavy. Did, not heavy, heavy, but we, we, we did some tuning when you came in. Um, and, you know, we made some adjustments, but like, 
those those arrows are like spaghetti noodles for how much weight you got up front. Yeah, it's definitely got a spine issue, and I was I was concerned. I was concerned about it because if we had to take a longer shot, that might come into play. Yeah, twenty yards, nineteen yards, or whatever that shot was today. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you could have threw your bow at him and probably killed him. Yeah. So, and I mean, and I was I was grouping with him. I knew I could make the shot. I just I just got really really into my head about it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm an overthinker. I'm always going to be an overthinker. And uh, I know pretty much immediately after, I also, I need to, I need to get new string anyway. But, uh, I mean, pretty much immediately after this, I'm going, I'm going to start working on my shooting again. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to effectively reteach myself how to shoot. Right. Um, I'm going to go in. I'm going to get my three points. I'm going to, I'm going to really work on my shoot. I'm going to work on my arrow setups a lot more now and, um, take the time well before the season to do it. I'm, I'm going to simplify. I'm going to simplify it. This is, this is the best way to look at everything. There's so many things in hunting that you cannot control. You can't control the animal. You can't control the weather. You can't control the wind. You can't control the terrain. When the rut comes, you're not going to, you can't control any of that. So control everything that you have power to control. That's the tune of your bow, the arrows you're shooting, how physically prepared you are, how well practiced you are, putting yourself in, you know, as many lifelike scenarios as possible, practicing your elk calls. I mean, just anything that you can improve and, and, try to minimize the chance of user error or having, you know, do it. Devil's in the details, you know. The guys who, year in, year out, the guys that I've seen are the guys that spend a lot of time on the details. Those are the guys that always have success, consistent success. You know, there's something that could be said about putting in a lot of time, putting in a lot of hard work on the actual hunt itself, that pays off usually, you know. There, there's no substitute for time in the field, but next to no substitute for time in the field, it's attention to the details. Mm-hmm. That's about as simplified as you can get it. Well, on that note, I think that's a good spot to wind it down. So remind the folks where they can find you on the interwebs. Um, well, social media. John Stallone, pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. YouTube. Um, my podcast is Days in the Wild. Formerly Interviews with the Hunting Masters. You can so, stitch your iPhone, you know, or excuse me, iPod, whatever. <laughs> Apple, Apple Podcasts. Sorry. I'll and, put in a little shameless plug here too. Coming up soon. Be uh, see a, a new website coming oh, out. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, been uh, on on my other side of things, as you guys who've probably been listening to the commercials have heard. I do. Uh, I run a digital marketing agency for folks in the outdoor industry, and John and I have been working together on a new website, which right. should be launching and hopefully the next week. Basically, whenever I kind of get settled back down to somewhere with solid yeah. internet reception, yeah, we finishing up the last details. So make sure you check out his awesome new website. That is, it's pretty freaking awesome, dude. I'm excited. About I'm, it. I'm pretty stoked how it turned out. Like I, I gotta say, like, this is one of my favorite. You could give yourself a pat on the back. I'm definitely giving myself a pat on the back. For it, that it, one. Came, it came out really, it's exactly <laughs> what I envisioned. Um, 
I'm, I'm happy about it. It's a lot cleaner. It's summed up a couple of my... I have several websites. Um, yeah, you so, had like uh, 30 years worth of freaking websites right. all over the place that we had to consolidate <laughs> Exactly. Info from. So if you go to daysinthewild.com... In the next... Uh, hopefully hopefully I by mean, the time this airs, now, it'll be up. If you up. go there now, you see my... Yeah, you still have the website. You, you still have my, uh, my guiding website, but we've made everything on their one website right now. Yeah. So hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have it up, um, but we will see. Yeah. But yeah, uh, John Stallone, Days in the Wild... Make sure y'all go check him out. Give him some love. But, uh, man, it's been freaking an ass kicker of a day, a few days. And again, I think I said it before. I should have known. This is how Arizona goes for me. Yeah. Every successful hunt I've had here has happened last minute, last day. Like That's cool. And so why I thought this would be any different but man it's been fun thank you Likewise. yeah it was a good time I, lo- I love being a part of somebody's first that's like you know it's awesome to be be a part of that experience and i got it on video so you yeah. you, you got uh you got some memories and uh i got your reaction so you'll be able to recall that nice <laughs> and uh now i want to take a shower you got a wife to get home to I do. Wife and kids. And Should I want to get out of this crusty, bloody... Oh, I, I, I still got blood on my camera. forearms, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I got blood on my elbows and my forearms. I think it's going to be a month before I get it out from like under my nails. and Yeah, after I spent all that hard time doing the gutless method. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the only thing I want to punch Sam in the face for is like, hey, can we get the heart? I want the heart. And I forgot to tell him at the beginning. So we, we do the whole gutless I'm like, method. I'm, all I'm, clean. Like, I'm like literally clean. I got nothing on me at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I could have reached in. I you were the one that chose to reach in on your own. You're like, here, just I'm start like, pulling stuff out. I'm like, okay. So I started pulling stuff out. You're like, okay, that's good. And you reach right in. I'm like, all right. <laughs> the blood clot that was coming out of him was like, cheese. It was giant. It was awesome. Dear Lord, that looked like freaking <laughs> liver. They were so big. Um, that's awesome. All right. I'm going to call it. Thank you again for uh, stopping by. All right, y'all. That'll do it for this episode of The Wild Initiative. Make sure to check out the show notes page at thewildinitiative.com. Get links to everything we talked about in today's episode. That'll do it for this week. Looking forward to next time. But until then, I hope this episode inspired you to get involved, get outdoors, and plan your initiative for the wild. Thank you for listening to The Wild Initiative. Please take a moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher and head on over to thewildinitiative.com to get show notes, check out the blog, gear discounts, other podcasts from the Wild Initiative family, and more. 